Hello, everybody. Drasco here from 10knorm.com, where my main mission is to help heart-centered entrepreneurs who know all the business strategies normalize their next business milestone by mastering what's between their ears. And for today's episode, we have a real talk segment where I bring in a heart-centered entrepreneur who isn't seeing the consistent, stable growth in their business. And then live on the call, I get to help them break down one specific aspect that's most overlooked in business strategy, which is that of the inner aspect. And today's guest, we have Sarah Strong, who describes herself as uh, somebody who is an awakening, the divine feminine and starseed coach. Uh, she's a medium, empath, telepath, psychic, and channel for the star beings and other beings of the light, including the ascendant masters, angels, and spirit guides. Ash, uh, intuitive life coach. And basically what that means for her is she assists you in stepping into your true higher purpose and doing that right now. So you can start living in total alignment with your dreams and your soul gifts. Sarah, very much in alignment with regards to what we deal with here. I might do it a bit of a different way, but I think we're all kind of working towards the same thing. So my pleasure in having you on. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, Jasko. Thanks so much for having me as a guest. You're very welcome. And, uh, you know, it's always fun when I have, um, because oftentimes like I'll have guests and they'll be like, they'll mention the spiritual topic. They'll be like, oh, is it okay if like I I go into a little bit of the womb? Like, by all means, you are welcome to to dive into that. And you are all about that. So I'd love to know, you know, how you got into doing what you're doing, kind of what your story is uh, that brings you here. Okay, so just to give you a little bit of background of where I came from, I was a four-year-old child with all of these gifts. I came into this earth portal with all all of these gifts already activated. So I was channeling Jesus Christ at four years old, which was quite confronting for my mother. She was a a Christian, or she still is a Christian, actually, who is not, not quite at ease with the complete truth of which Christ is a complete truth vortex. So that was quite a challenge for me. I grew up having these abilities, feeling everything, seeing everything, hearing people's minds, all of these things with no language of how to describe it. And then when I was 37, I I met someone whose mother was a very prominent psychic in Australia. And he gave me language of what I I was, an empath. He told me, you're an empath, you're psychic, you're all of these things. And then I went and researched that stuff to educate myself into learning about how I could learn to live with these gifts. It's really hard when you get bombarded with everyone's emotional body, you get bombarded with super amounts of information that I did not need. I did not need that much uh, of input at any given moment. So I learned how to boundary myself. I learned how to boundary other people's stuff. I learned how to bring that into my languaging. I learned how to become really skillful at having other people feel comfortable with me asking what I needed. Because most of the time people are spilling out all of their emotional stuff and they don't know they're doing it. So in order to help them help me, I would, I learned some really skillful language in how to really communicate that in a kind and loving way. And then as I stepped into my real full connection with the the divine masters and the ascended masters were the ones that kind of came to me first and said, we want to work with you. We want to work through you. And I got, I found this book, which was this really beautiful book in Australia. I was in Fremantle in Perth, Western Australia at the time, went on a bit of a pilgrimage. I went, I was guided. I was told like, go to all the spiritual stores. We want to guide you. We want to open your world up. 
So this was in about 2016 that I started reading this book. It's called Crystal Masters 333 by a really lovely Australian author, Alana, I want to say Morissette, but it's not, that's a joke, but Alana Miles, I think it is. Oh, she's another singer. Anyway, Alana, someone, she wrote this really beautiful book. Started reading this book and what it did is it aligned me, it gave me a, an angel, a crystal, and an, a meditation initiation to all these beautiful ascended masters. So I had this such a beautiful awakening. I had a reawakening with Christ. I had kind of walked away from Christ thinking that, you know, he was just in the Christian faith. And I realized that, no, his energy is alive and well and, and going strong with anyone who wants to call on his name. You do not need to identify as a Christian to call upon Christ and Mother Mary. And then all of these other masters that came through, Padmahansa Yogananda, he was also a very prominent in my journey. I found out that I was his, his master in a past life, which blew my mind. And then I just started learning all of these things about myself that were really highly spiritual, which I had no idea about, which really grounded me and started to, it was just, it was very confronting learning that me who I've had, you know, had huge problems with drugs and alcohol in the past. I came from a really broken home and really challenging upbringing. My mum is bipolar and has narcissistic tendencies. And so I was just a broken little soul. And then finding out I had all of these gifts and all of these really beautiful masters wanted to work with me. It was just really, it was really mind blowing and humbling. So I started to step into this world. I started doing some little readings for people. People were having extremely transformational experiences from when I held space with them. <clears throat> Something my, a good friend of mine, we just started to trade our services and she bought five things into a session within a three or four month period of time, every single thing that she brought into the session manifested in her life. So I learned that I was a really powerful manifestation portal as well for people. And then in March, 2020, I was very close to quitting my job. And I started working with a coach who held space for me. And I realized that I, I was supposed to become a coach. And I, I signed up for her three month coaching course and started my business. It was really, that course was really designed to help you start your business within the course to start getting paid clients before you actually completed. So I started that two years ago and I have been running my business sometimes extremely su successfully and sometimes not so. <laughs> Hence, you know, why I feel so aligned uh, with you, Drasco, and this podcast, because I really, I really, relate it's very difficult to start a business i'm not even going to dress it up to start have the vision i started with no money literally nothing i was just going from client to client and just trying to make ends meet i was you know just working with with my own you know knowledge which i didn't have that much really about how to start a business so since then i have done some business training I've also, you know, started to do a lot more podcasting and guesting and things like that to increase my visibility and do have a little marketing strategy as well. So yeah, where I am right now, I'm extremely happy where I am right now. And I, the people that I'm serving are, they have, they have huge transformation in life, which is my primary purpose, you know, is to see people's lives literally change before my eyes. And it's a very wonderful process. That is uh, absolutely amazing. And, and thank you for sharing that because it's such a, 
like I know it's the Coles notes and obviously we, 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 you know, glance over a, a lot of the, the points of it. Right. But like what stood out for me was, you know, kind of having this tumultuous upbringing to, you know, having this like party with ascended masters to like, how do I bring all of that into like the 3d and, you know, make it multiplicative so that my impact, you know, spreads to the point where like, I, I know that it has the capacity to. So kind of just before I go on, is that kind of where you feel like you were taking that whole narrative? Yes. So this, in the way that I serve, in the, in the energy that's coming through the portal right now, it's actually in this last week, it has quadrupled for, for me. I've spoken to two very aligned souls who I just be I've just befriended through another network of mine, and I am I'm running a couple of retreats this this year, and I'm just calling people in to help me sell tickets, basically, so like to to book out the places, and the, <clears throat> these people are expanding my channel, you know. So they're coming in with their energy field, so we know each other from the stars, we know each other from past lives, and like brothers and sisters of the stars. And what, what happens is when we get together, the channel expands for more energy to be able to come through. So yeah, so what I've been learning is that the channel that we co-create together is one of the hugest expansion portals that anyone could experience in their life when, when we co-create either one-on-one -on -one or group, group stuff together or retreat. The retreats are going to be literally uh, extremely life-changing and transformational. So yeah, absolutely. Where 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 I was even a week ago is not where I am right now, you know, with the, with this new knowledge. So I know that things are always growing and there's a constant expansion. There's a constant expansion. It's getting it's getting greater and greater. So I got a little download just earlier. My boyfriend's friend just passed away. I my my grand my nanny is just about to pass away. There's a lot of people who are older or their bodies aren't able to handle the vibrational changes on this planet at the moment that are, are, are leaving our plane. And I just got a download, literally, he told me within the last 10 minutes or so that these people are leaving in service to the rest of us who want to ascend and want to embody this greater energy that's starting to channel through. So I just, that's just a little message. I know that death is a very difficult thing to face for the living and for the people that are passing over onto the other side, it is the most blissful, most beautiful place for them to go. So I know that it's happening a lot and people are experiencing it a lot in their lives. So just want to just, that's just a little aside about, you know, they are actually living to be in service to helping us hold space to channel more energy and more high high vibrational, uh, you know, energy into onto earth at the moment. Yeah, no, that, that's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that because I, I know it is a, like an aside and, and, and that's totally okay. I'm, I'm okay when the conversations go like that, but what I just want to reflect back is throughout the whole pandemic, um, there was always a sentiment that I've always had about like, okay, I, I know, you know, we, we have certain instances of like, or views on death that, that I, I share yours more that it, it, it's just a changing of states as opposed to this, you know, like ending of, of something, right? 
And I always thought that that same sentiment of like, this is going to be a period where certain people are just going to be like, you know what, like I'm out because this doesn't really serve the collective anymore. And up until actually right now, this moment, that was always just like a thought in the back of my head that I never really had any like confirmation of it, et cetera. So I just want to thank you for, you know, whatever that, that like confirmation was, I I appreciate it. Cause yeah, I've been having that, that same sentiment with regards to a lot of the things that have been going on. So a, thank you for that. B, um, since you come into, you know, a space like this, having a lot of self-awareness, a lot of just intuitive knowledge about, you know, where to like, what you need to navigate, where you are, what you're feeling into. I don't usually approach it this way, but I think it, it makes sense in this container. Um, where do you think I can support you best right now? So I have control issues. <laughs> And I, I don't like to admit it. Uh, it's something that I'm definitely willing to face right now. I wrote a couple of little notes down to, so it's, it's integrating for me technology and like my time. So I have nerves around syncing calendars. This is one of my biggest blocks at the moment is I know that the automation of this will make my life easier. It's just when I'm a heart-centered entrepreneur, I want to connect with people before they book in to see me. I just, I just, that's how I, that's how I roll. I just know that I need to sync my calendars and there's, I have a block. I have a block around it, you know, like. I, uh, you know, I'm researching all sorts of things like this, there's this new video platform that you can have a little video that introduces yourself that can direct people and then they book, then they know what they're booking into. So I'm looking into all sorts of things that have just kind of dropped in my lap in the last day or so. Uh, So, and yeah, so I would like to look at what my control around that is and what, what, what is the real issue going on? For me because i know that's something that's going to really help like catapult me into having more time and that is what that is the most valuable thing for me at the moment is is easing up different things in my schedule and and then another thing is uh having this is all around control like this is so perfect because another another one is having a virtual assistant that helps to book people into my either either like do things on my website or helps me with social media or any of these things. I did have a bad experience with someone who I'd asked them to add a page to my website and then they just put it on my front page, which I'm going to go and delete off because it's too much information on my first page. So that is my first and only experience with a VA. And I realized that that's very small minded of me (laughs) to go, I've had one experience and it was bad. So I'm not doing it again, which is not, it's not like me, but you know, I, I don't want to spend money on something that's not going to serve the, the purpose of, of what I'm doing. And it, I, I need them to be able to produce as good as me or better, because why would I hire them if they're not going to be as good or better than what I can do myself? So it is all around control. Got it. Okay. So let me just reflect back a few things and then you can elaborate on, on a few things here. So, okay. I, I feel like I have control issues and then they're manifesting in my processes, right? So like the operations of my business. So there is the technology and time aspect where I have, what is the seeming block that like, I don't want to have people book before they, or I can read 
the energy of it. So like, I want to be in control of, I guess, who I filter through so that they spend time with me. Would that be accurate in that? Okay. Yeah. And then there's the element of I've been burned by a VA before. So now I want to stay in control so I don't get burned again. And then kind of, how do I navigate that? So is that kind of where you would say you're at at this point? Okay. So what I find interesting about what you shared there is like you have both identified the issue and then you've identified the resolution to it in the same sentence, right? Like (laughs) I have this tech thing, I don't like it, but then I found this like video thing. It seems pretty cool to give people a vibe check. I'll probably just install that. seems like a good thing. And then, yeah, I mean, I know I got burned once, but it seems silly to like, you know, paint everything as like VA sucks. So like, I, I probably just need to do it again yet. It's like, well, no, but I have a control issue. So I, I can't do the solutions that I see for myself. So what do you think is the discrepancy there? Hmm, good question. So pulling the trigger, going out, doing my good research. And it's funny because what I'm getting downloaded right now and I'm writing my little notes like new VA is that when I what hired the VA that I hired before, I was with a very unaligned business coach who was way too cookie cutter for me. And he was just going, do this, do that, do this, do that. And it wasn't, it wasn't work. Nothing was working for me. And the energy was dry and, and flat for me. So yes, I was in a completely different headspace. I was in a completely different, you know, world in my, in my business. I was not succeeding the way I wanted to succeed. So now when I go onto the Google and go the best VA I can possibly hire for not a million dollars a year, you know, so like a, like a very, you know, well-priced VA, my energy is going to go out into the internet. And so I'm getting inspired right now. I'm literally going to go and Google a VA and right like after this call, because if I can do a Wix website, anyone can, (laughs) you know, and even if they get it wrong, I'll tell them you got it wrong. Can you please get it right? Like I just realized how like short sighted I was and I had fear around spending $200 a week on this VA that, I mean, obviously I'd like to get value for my money. And if they make a mistake, instead of telling them, I just canceled their services, you know? So that was, it was that, that decision was a fear-based decision, which now I can see which you know if I wasn't here I wouldn't have been able to see that so it's maybe trialing because that particular company wanted me to sign up for a minimum of 20 hours a week of finding somewhere that I can trial them without making that commitment up front so that I feel comfortable about the people that I'm hiring and if I don't like them I can say look this, this they're not working properly like you need to hire better VAs like telling the actual vendor that they're you know that they need that they're screwing around with my time and, you know, probably their own business. So that there's a whole lot, there's a whole energy matrix that I'm actually getting to within myself uh, around this is like being more, being more honest, being more upfront, being more open, uh, asking for what I want and saying, no, I'm not, I'm not willing to sign up for 20 hours, not knowing what your VAs are like, because I've had this experience in the past and just like really shooting the breeze with these people before I start spending my money and and finding someone that I really like. I'd like someone who's spiritually aligned, who's mentally aligned, who's, who's bright. I mean, I'm a bright person. I, I, I want someone working with me who's bright and going to show up 
in a really clear and clean spiritual way for me as well. And there was one other thing with regards to the scheduling is I came up with a solution already today is that on specifically Fridays and Mondays, I don't book clients and I have schedule like going into, I know that like Calendly and, you know, all these these scheduling platforms, you just specify the days that people can book. And I just go into my calendar and go, I don't have any bookings on Friday the, the 26th of whatever month. I'm going to put that as an opportunity for people to connect with me. So, and because my schedule up at, like is full up until certain dates. So it's really being wise with my own time and going, okay, cool. Do I want to do new client appointments here before I, I didn't have a basis of fi like financial basis, whereas I do now. So I don't need to book those people in tomorrow to get some cash. <laughs> so that's, that's what's different for me now. I do have a lot more, I do have a much deeper buffer zone financially. So I can go, okay, cool. Let's just book all new bookings for a client, um, like intros this day or first sessions for, for new clients on, on this day. And I only put that one date. And when that date fills up or I schedule out my own schedule and go, okay, this Friday, that Friday, this Friday, that Friday, I'm doing new client intro intros um, and sessions. So. <sighs> yeah. So I, I think, uh, you know, you shifted into the energy of the solution. I, I don't like, sounds great. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there's not much uh, that I can add. Cause obviously, you know, especially at this point, like, you know, your system is a lot better than I do. So then my curiosity is kind of going back to the original question. So what, what, like, what is it about control? Cause you clearly have a very easy going and like the solution is there. Mm -hmm. So why do you think that control came up as like, well, no, it's a control issue, but like, you, you know what you need to do. It's mm, a really good question. So what's coming up is my willingness to let go and, and start to let other people have responsibility in my business. So allowing my VA, like asking her or him, okay, this is what I want. This is how I want you to do it. Go and do it. And, you know, cause there's a lot of things that I'm going to need help with and I'd like them to be, like populated and run by someone else because I would like to be going out and creating new business. And if all of the, the operations of my business is run by a VA, which I have plenty of them to like, I feel like before I didn't feel like I had enough work for, for them to fill that 20 hours that, that was initially allocated through that, through whomever that was. And now I have plenty I have plenty of things for them to do. And, and then I don't want a commitment. I want to be able to just book them ad hoc. I'm not going to hire them for a 20 hour upfront. I'm going to book them as, as and when I need them. So I do want a more flexible platform that I'm, I'm not outlaying money that I don't really need to outlay. So it's that my ability, it's my ability to let go around this and 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 pass the you know these little things that i'm overqualified for doing you know writing email campaigns although that's one thing i will do continue to do myself because it's my own energy 
to my tribe, to my people. And, um, yeah, so, so there's, a, like, a level of things that I must do myself, but there's also a shit ton of stuff that I can get someone else to do. So in that case, like, if I let go, then fill in the blank. So when I let go, <laughs> I free myself with way more time to do more valuable things that will bring revenue into my business. Got it. Okay. So there's clarity there as well. So I, I agree with you on that one. I see the kind of fear of like the letting go, right? Because then I don't even know if it's like the, the control of like, will they do it properly? To, to me, it sounds more just like the, this fear of the commitment of like honoring that like I, I they need to be there for 20 hours and like oh, I don't know like they would they're gonna do too much they're gonna do too little is they gonna just like there's just like a lot of like distortion energy around like that piece yeah. you know but I, I feel like that's clearing up so what I would then like bring this all back to and then you can tell me if it resonates or not because like before we started the recording you had mentioned okay I have hit 10k months plenty of times sometimes i've hit 18 months but it's always like up and down it's always this like roller coaster going back and forth okay so do you think what you just shared and that lack of stability is somehow related oh 100 percent. 100 in what way uh so When I have someone helping me, taking care of those menial tasks, then where my focus is, in, in an energetic, from an energetic place as well, is more focused, more directional, more, okay, I'm going out to build revenue in my business. That becomes my focal point in my business. And that is, I mean, that... My, my primary focus is helping people, right? So, and then what that, what that translates to is getting them into the programs that I'm offering. And if I am at my desk doing eight hours worth of menial tasks, I will need a 30-minute nap. Like, to then I won't, then I'll be at eight and a half hours in a day and no time left to build revenue. So that will be my primary focus. My focal point would be, you know, booking, booking clients in and not on sending a bunch of emails and doing a bunch of social media stuff and trying to like update my website and, and all that, all that kind of stuff that I have been doing. And do you find that historically you function better when it's like things are stable or when like, okay, I got to get my like ass in gear and I got to like make something happen. Like, well, what's, Maybe not to say even what you prefer, but what's historically been more accurate? The chaos, like working in the chaos. That has been, you know, like if I, if I need to do something, like I, like I want to, I need to pay my rent or, you know, like that kind of energy. Actually, that's not true. Actually, I, if I have all of my things covered, I'm way more relaxed in my business to get shit done and make shit happen. Hundred percent, I would agree with you that you're more relaxed. But historically, when you've had to make stuff happen, it's the yeah. chaos one that tends to dominate. Is that it accurate? Was, it was, yes, it was definitely. Uh, okay. I just have more stability financially now that I um, 
when I go out and do things, I come from a place of abundance. I'm coming from an abundance energy rather than a lack energy. And I always attract more aligned clients or bookings when I am in the abundance energy. Got it. So if I reflect it back to you and you can let me know how this lands, that your control, like sentiment that you identified initially is less about like controlling the outcome, but it's actually more about controlling the circumstances to keep you in chaos, which is what you're more familiar with versus stability. Oh, that's a fucking tough pill to swallow. But yes, I do agree. I do agree. It's the, for me, it's the busy energy, you know, like, oh, I've got so much to do. I feel, and that comes from a lack of self-worth that the busy energy makes me feel like I'm valued and valuable. Whereas if I'm not bank, if I'm not booking a client every day, and if I'm not actually drawing in revenue every day, that is where is the most valuable thing in my business is just drawing revenue in every day. But it's this like, yeah, it's this like, oh, I'm busy. I've got lots to do. Oh, I'm valuable. And, and that, which is an illusion, an actual illusion that have, once that is gone, I free up everything, then, you know, create that stability of, oh, I'm valued no matter what. And let me now use my time to network and draw in revenue. So what I would say in that case is that's what you understand intellectually, but you don't actually know it because your results don't really show it. And what I mean by that is like, I've not prompted you once with regards to like, you know, the aspects of time management, hiring or technology. You you actually came up with all the solutions yourself and they, you understand them, you know exactly how they need to be implemented and you have an extremely good understanding of what that would free you up to do, right? So this, this is not a lack of understanding, a lack of perspective or clarity on like what I actually need to do to move forward. Fundamentally, what you're showing by you know, this conversation today is that part of me that is more okay and familiar with chaos, right? Like if I had a tumultuous upbringing, then that's definitely going to play a part in that as well. It's like, as soon as I start to go high to stabilize my income, something comes along that screws it up. I will hire the VAs that I know aren't a fit. I will do the business systems that I know are dry. I will, you know, make all this like complicated rationalizations of why I can't hire another VA again. I will not pull the trigger on all of the things that are going to stabilize my time. Why? So that I can continue to be busy. I can continue to reinforce that that's what makes me valuable. I can continue to be familiar with the chaos that got me to where I am right now, but all of which are actually playing into the core wounding of I'm not actually good enough to have a stable income, a stable business, and really operate out of inspiration versus desperation to make the next level happen. So how does all that land for you? (laughs) That's brilliant. Like that is so brilliant and it's so beautiful to see it so clearly and to know that, yes, there is huge elements of that 
that's going on for me at the moment, like huge elements of, and things that absolutely, I feel like what happens to me when I coach with someone is I, I do get a little piece of where, of my, like how to move forward before I actually go into the container. So I really do feel like those that I've got now I've got like kind of go-tos. I did a, I, I met with a subscription platform this week. I've got a video um, you know, platform that I can work with. And then I'm also hiring a speaking coach to help me launch my speaking career, which will take care of like literally a huge chunk of income for me. So I've got, I've already got solutions in place and go-tos to actually implement this stuff. And I'll just Google, you know, like VAs that are, um, that are more in tune with what I want. Right. So the strategic elements, I think you have down pat that there's nothing really to go into there. It's more now recognizing the resistance and self-sabotage that we are all addicted to in, in our own ways. That's going to come in and, you know, throw a wrench in all of these things. Like just before they succeed, right? This, this, that's the time to, to watch out for them, right? So we identified a few of them here, but I feel like even as you go into the future to execute, knowing that it's going to come up, like these things are going to surface and it's just a matter of how you handle them then that I think will determine their level of stability in actually like just holding and, and collapsing in terms of your reality that you experience day to day. Yes. So what I am going, going to do to, to avoid too much resistance and too much um, kicking up of that, of that, that old pattern is do one at a time. One, integrate, allow myself to come into that, that the knowingness of ease and flow is, is my new paradigm ease and flow, ease and flow. So one, so all three at once, I overstimulates my nervous system, but one at a time is very doable and reachable for me because I have so, a lot of vision. I, I agree with that. And, and there's just one other, like the, I'll, I'll throw in the devil's advocate um, bit as a reflection there, right? Doing three things at a time. Yeah, clearly right now it's kind of working against you, but you are actually more familiar with juggling those three things and being in that chaos. It is actually your comfort zone. The minute you say like, okay, I said it now, I'm gonna do one thing at a time. Cool, when you actually start doing it, the real resistance, the real discomfort is going to come from the void of not having the chaos to do three things at once. Like, so the real challenge is actually gonna be staying in the space in the cleanest energy that you can with the fullest intention and clearing whatever comes up is when you're doing one thing at a time, because you've proven three things at a time is not an issue. One thing at a time is going to freak you out. Right. <laughs> so that, that's what I would bring to like you intellectually understand all these things and you give such yeah. beautiful, like eloquent answers, uh -huh. but like history has shown that the opposite happens when you actually execute it. So I would actually say your challenge is in the void mm. of the discomfort you're going to feel in doing one thing at a time not in juggling three things at a time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, because where my mind wants to go, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Shall I just sign up for doing three? Whereas like, I yeah. know that in order to get this done and initiated and continued in my business, 
one thing at a time is going to be the way forward. Correct. And what freaks you out is stability, right? Like your control isn't to keep things stable. Your control is to keep things chaotic. That's the part that that like that sentiment of you doesn't want to let go of. Yeah, so even well, though you intellectually understand, I got to move towards this, this like stability, towards sustainability, towards reliability, towards systems that operate without me, that goes against the very being that got you here. Yes. So that's actually going to bring up all of your triggers. That's actually going to bring up all of your narratives. That's going to bring up your inner critic. That's going to bring up your nervous system, not continuing to add five things to your plate. You're more than comfortable there, right? So that's, I think, where I was saying, like where your self-sabotage is going to come in it's when you actually slow it down. It's when you actually single task, when you single focus, when yeah. you leave a blank part of your schedule and like, okay, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Like that's really your work, not the, the organizing of 10 things all at once. Yeah, so it came through on Tuesday, prioritization. And I did not know the meaning of that word. And then, so yesterday, I was working on my retreats pretty much the whole day. I did a channel on Facebook. I did this, I did that. And it was just the retreats. And it was like, wow, it felt, I felt so grounded. I felt so clear. I felt relaxed. I had some points a, a very tight schedule of trying to get from one location back to the next to do something else. And then that something else wasn't in alignment in that day and it fell off it fell off I was going to do another podcast and it just fell off and it, and like it was weird because this lady had told me in an email that she wasn't going to be there at the time that we had arranged and I didn't I, I didn't get the email until much later in the day and it and it got to me because it's so funny I do want to keep stay in that energy and then today it's all about speaking so I had a, 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 an interview with a speaking coach today and then, you know, and then it's focusing, like prioritizing and I feel more relaxed and I've allowed myself, given myself rest time. I had like a 30 minute nap. I was really tired and I don't know why I was that tired at 12 o'clock or 1 or 1130 in the morning. There was no reason, but it was just like they wanted me to process things like process, this is today's a prioritization of speaking. So yes, you know, like clearing out, doing this, doing that in the morning, doing this now, it's just like clearing it, clearing the space so that I can think clearly, be single focused and way more grounded in, in each day. Yeah, I think uh, that that makes sense. I think the nap is just a reflection of like, whoa, like this needs, you know, it's the equivalent of somebody like, you know, they haven't worked out and now you're asking them to run 5k a day, even though for you, that's doing less, right? As far as the nervous system is concerned, like this is foreign, this is like, whoa, this is like, what's going on? So yeah, I'm not surprised that that happened as well. So yeah, I mean, I, I would say in that case, this is going to open up a whole host of other different things as far as like, you know, my own self-worth, what's my relationship to rest and recovery, you know, what's my relationship to time, like there, there's so many other areas that this is uh, going to go into, the self-sabotaging patterns, right, the, the parts of me and the patterns that go against all of this, so 
there's a lot of different areas that this is going to uh, go into. But I mean, for this container, it's kind of like we can't dive into all of them. So just with regards to what has happened so far, like, does this feel complete for you? Is there still something that's left outstanding? I feel like I have some really good points to work on. And yeah, I do feel um, that it's just, it's, it's reinforcing things that came through my, like through from my guides earlier in the week. And that's been coming through the portal for the last month is prioritization and kind of dumping out baggage that is, uh, I was carrying a lot of baggage of my mum's and just dumping it out and like, and then like lightening my own load of what am I carrying even in my, from, of my own baggage that I could just like let go of. And, um, and yeah. And, and what comes up is my childhood stuff of my mom. Like I carried my mother, my life, you know, she was not capable of, of looking after herself emotionally. And she did give me the responsibility of looking after her emotionally. So it's just like, now it's like, no, fuck it. Like, I am not, I'm not responsible for my mother. I'm not responsible for her well-being or anything. And I actually uh, analyze, I put a boundary in with her and, um, and she doesn't like it. She does not like it. And then I, I told her something that was the truth. And then I proved that I was being truthful because I had a text message and she was like, like, she was like, like on the message, I know I, I'm making a really silly face of like disbelief, 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 disbelief. It's like, okay, she, I'm proving, I'm showing her in real time that she is wrong and that she doesn't see reality in the same way as it is. And so, I mean, she's fucking narcissistic. You, you, can't, you can't argue with a narcissist, you just can't. And so for me, putting down all of her baggage is just like, dude, like you, or, you know, I'm 46, she's 70 something. And, you know, it's not, it's not mine to carry, you know? And then once I do all of that, I just, it's just like, Oh, I'm, I'm empty. And that, that is what's confronting. That is what's, you know, the emptiness. And then, you know, this prioritization is just a really, it's a really beautiful gift that I've been playing with this week. So I, I appreciate this so much. Drasco, I cannot even thank you enough for the, you know, the revelation that you've uncovered, helped me uncover here. It's really, really precious what you do. Well, you're very welcome. And I uh, appreciate you coming on. So then to just kind of close us off, if you could summarize, you know, your experience of kind of what you came in here today, your realizations, uh, just kind of summarize it in your own words, and then we'll use that to close everything off. Sure. So, so it's interesting because when I faced the questionnaire, I thought this is way too negative for me. And I was avoiding myself. I was avoiding the things that I didn't want to look at. And I was also, have, I had too much in my schedule anyway. So I didn't, I, I couldn't allocate the time at the, at the time. And I realized that I can prioritize myself. Number one, this is the most important thing is to, to prioritize myself in work, play, rest, and relaxation, spirituality. My, I, I'm number one. There's no one else that, that is more important than that. And the, the factors of letting go and really, really looking at myself when I'm clearly avoiding something that I don't want to look at is the most important thing for my growth. Love it. 
Well, Sarah, thank you very much for uh, being here. And uh, then just to kind of close us off, the floor is yours for, you know, tell everybody where to find you, who's the best person to find you, all that good stuff. Floor is yours. Awesome, Jessica. Thank you so much. So my website is sarahjstrong.com. You spell Sarah with an H. And I have an offerings page, a retreats page. Please feel free to have a look on there. Sign up to my newsletter. I'm actually writing it right now. <laughs> I um, came onto the podcast in between. Instagram is Sarah underscore the underscore strong. And feel free to send me messages there. I love hearing from everyone. So if you have any questions about my services or how to get in touch with me, I will be sending you my Calendly link <laughs> to, book an, to book a chat. So and um, what else? I, I just encourage you all that you have a diamond inside of you that once you find it and learn to shine it, that there, there is no stopping you. There is no stopping your shine. There is no stopping how you can serve yourself, number one, and the tribe that you came here to serve. So I, I also have books on Amazon. I have, it's called Live Wild and Live Free, which is on Amazon and Book of Mantras is also available under Sarah Strong on Amazon. So thank you listeners. I, I hope you're inspired by some of the things that I was so willing to <laughs> disclose. Sometimes willing and sometimes not, but um, I appreciate you. And thanks again, Drasco. It's been a real pleasure to be here. I absolutely love it. And we'll include all of that uh, in the show notes. So thank you very much for being on. And then for everybody else, we'll uh, see you on the next one.